listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. How's it going? Uh, going well. Yeah, yeah. We're in, in, enjoying life at the moment. Lots Good. and lots of new projects and lots of time to do them at the moment because the weather's been blooming awful. So I haven't <laughs> been going out. <laughs> it's sunny today up here in Essex. Yes, I must admit that uh, it, today was an exception, but uh, I, we did go out to ourselves um, briefly today. But uh, no, I think it was really the, the UK. Um, it, it's been intermittent. You couldn't trust the weather. You know, you go out and it's, it's um, very, very windy, hasn't it? Yes, because uh, uh, of that's, a storm. That's the thing that Doris. I don't like. That's right, yes. I don't like the wind, I must admit. I like, um, I find the wind a little bit, wind and rain together, gosh. It You're keeps you bit. indoors doing lots of artwork, though, doesn't it? That's, well, that's exactly what it does do, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no, I don't mind at all. I, 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 I'm happy when I'm out and I'm happy when I'm in. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, it, it, yes, I'm doing lots of, lots of new projects. And uh, it's, it's, I'm trying different things, different ideas as well, Steve, as you know, because I'm sending you all of the, uh, uh, the, the pictures as I do them. What's prompting and, the different ideas? Why, why, why different ideas? You're just exploring. Well, I think I think that the what well, it's partly um, I like a challenge and I like to do I like to push myself, and uh, I've done that quite recently. I remember telling you a picture last week that I was doing, and um, I tried it a couple of times and I, it wasn't successful, so I shelved it. But I came back again and did it again, and this time it worked. I think what happens is as you as you go on with any artwork, you learn, you you pick up new ideas. Mm. You know, something at one point in time, you know that it would be difficult for you to do or to to uh, to even attempt it. And other times, you think, no, I think no, I could use that because I used it in something else. So it's it's all experience. It all adds up in the end. And uh, I like that because that gives actually i never i never never say die when i look at a picture and think oh i don't think i can do that i I don't say i'm never going to do it i'm say i'll i'll put it in the file and i'll come back to it another time and this is what i do Mm. if i like a picture so much and there's quite a few of them i've done recently uh where i've picked it up again they're older pictures and i thought no i'll try that one again in fact there was another one which the landscape which i showed a couple of weeks ago now that one again i did actually do that uh, originally as a a project it wasn't never going to be a picture it was never going to be a sorry any class picture or i did it because when i used to take it around to exhibitions i used to show the different techniques off and i used to have really good pictures to show Mm. and this was one of them anyway i did try it um subsequently and it didn't work Uh, i had uh, some now mountains to do and uh, it worked the first time but when i tried it the second time from a teaching point of view it didn't work i couldn't do it Mm. so i shelved that and it must have been what three years later I got it out about oh, a month ago, it was now, and I thought, I hey, know, I think I can do that now because it, it's mainly because of 
color shapers have come on board. They've changed the way we think and the way we act. And and I did it again, and it's very successful. So I think it's it's interesting for people when they're listening to me. I think, well, you know, you must be able to do it all. No, I don't. I, it's not always possible um, because I have to think, well, will the members be able to do it? It's not just whether I'll be able to do it. Um, so it's nice for them to know that this is um, – I do get stuck from time to time, but uh, usually I get out of it. Yeah, yeah, well, it's good to know because I mean, it, people might come across this. Sorry, the cats, <laughs> the cats exploring the desk at the moment. If anyone's oh, wondering right. what the noises are, oh. um, it's good because people may come across that themselves. And you know, we've had mm. emails of people mm. saying, "I'm struggling with this. I can't do this." Mm-hmm. And the best thing is just put it to one side if you can, and then come back to it at some other point and like i like that you just never say never with a picture just maybe not right now not right that's exactly right yeah because it is negative you just say oh i can't do that i'm not capable of doing that's a negative response but a response like you know i think if if i pick this up later on i'll have a little bit more experience and i then i'd probably be able to do it as a positive result mm. and a positive attitude and i've always been like that uh, that's i've been very fortunate uh, I never ever say die, and I don't think you, you you want to in this. This is a reason why I do so many subjects. I know a lot of artists stick to landscapes or stick to animals or stick to their own chosen uh, subject uh, because they're safe. Mm. You know, they know know it inside out, and I don't like that because I find that that's no challenge. Then you just keep churning out the same thing. It's just different versions of it. It's whereas. Isn't it having the confidence, though, to go, I'm going to accept a challenge? Because if you do something well, it can be sometimes scary to do something and dent your own confidence. Mm. True. How do, but you, how do you get over that then? I, I think the, the way I get over it is I, ha- I have, well, like I said, I've, I've already tried a couple of times on, on this, this other picture, this little sweet, sweetheart, which I did a couple of weeks ago. And I tried twice. Now, I, I wasn't negative about it. I said, you know, it's, it's not for me right now. I feel that I need to need a, a little more time to um, find a way of overcoming this particular problem that I had. Mm. Uh, and I did. I think that's it's it's an attitude. It's a way you look at it. Yeah, it's an attitude. It's, yeah, it's an attitude. Yeah, you say I'm I'm not going to do it or I can't do it. You see, there shouldn't be, you know, there's no such thing as can't. But it's a, it's. I think if you go go into something knowing that you are going to do the very best you can, and it doesn't work out, well, then you you at least you know you've done the best you can. Uh, you know where you've gone wrong and say, okay, well, uh, if if at a later date I I find a way out of this, I'll come back to it and think, you know, I probably could have a go, another go at it now. Mm. So I, I don't think it's uh, it's it, it, it's all right. It's all very me to say, but I've had a lot of experience. I've been doing artwork for a great many years now, so I kind of have a. Uh, a different approach to it than someone starting out straight away because mm. they everybody I did when I first started I wanted to be good at it immediately and of course you're not you can't be because you've got no, no experience at all but small steps the, 
but if I'd had pastel pencils, because I started off with watercolour, and, and that's the hardest medium of all. But uh, if I'd started off with pastel pencil, I probably would have gained um, a quicker headway than I did with the watercolour. Mm. Because although I, I, when I first started watercolour, I, I never really got that much better at it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I kind of understood more techniques. I learned new techniques. But I reckon that once I got to my, oh, I don't know, a couple of years into it, after that, it never really got any better. So, and I think this is what happens. You know, a lot with articles. I mean, it probably did get better, but it, not appreciably as far as I was concerned. But pastel pencils now, that's completely different. I started off with pastel pencils uh, and within a few years I was doing commissions and and it was great. But when I look back now on the work that I'm doing now, comparing it with the work I did, name is Chalk and Cheese. Mm-hmm. So, so I know even uh, a couple of years ago, Steve, I would say, as, as recent as that. Wow. If I look at some of my pictures now, uh, compared with a couple of years ago, I can see a difference. I don't know whether anybody else will be able to it, but I can. I can see a difference. I can see a difference in the way I approach it. Funny enough, <clears throat> I know people are interested, so I don't mind talking about this. I was doing a picture, my last picture, not the one I've just finished, the one before that. And I was I was close up on the, on the screen, uh, but the, the actual, when you play it back, especially when I play it back on my TV, because I check it all, it's much, much bigger than I saw it originally, you know. Um, yeah. In real life, you see what I mean? Anyway, I carried on doing this. When I saw it on the screen, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was like, it was like someone was working in oil. It's quite uncanny how it actually worked. And, and what it was is that I was... Rather than just put one colour on to finish that, put another colour on, finish that, put another colour on, finish that. This time, I was putting perhaps as many as half a dozen colours on. Well, now, how? Some, how? At the, at the same time. No, they're at the same time. I'd say put a grey and then I'd put a, um, a little bit of ochre, then another darker grey and then a, um, perhaps a 169. I'm, I'm guessing these colours now, but <laughs> you know what I mean? And there was at least half a dozen colours bef- before I blended and when I blended them, all those colours merged together. Now, at one time, I would never have done that. Because you know what the paper can handle now more with it's... the shaper? Maybe uh... you've grown in confidence with the shaper, so you know what's, uh, how much pastel you need on there to blend, because six or seven mm. colours is quite a lot. Mm. When I look back on it now, I really don't know how I even thought I could do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know, I think you, when you get, as you get on, as you grow, grow in confidence and you grow in technique and experience, you kind of move into an, a different zone. I've talked about zones before now. Mm. And you kind of know as an instinctive, you know, instinct, your instinct tells you that it's going to work. Now, you don't know why, but remember, I'm filming this. For the first time, I'm filming it. So people, what they see when they see me do it, I don't have a practice run. It's, it's what you see. What you see is what you get. So I don't have any, any time to practice this. Mm. So I put it on, and it was a furry animal I was doing. And the fur was 
the best fur I've ever done by putting these colours, not all the time, most of the time it was only four or five colours I was putting on. But eventually people will see it. But what I'm trying to say to people is that in, in time, if you keep going at this, you'll get more and more confident in mm. being able to do it. And I can't think of another medium where you could do that. You couldn't do it with watercolour. The amount that you learn, yeah, is yeah. the amount of you, growth that you have. Yeah, you probably could do it with oil. You could mix a palette, an oil palette, and you could put a few colours on. But then you wouldn't do it the same way we do, because what I do is put the colours on and then use the colour shaper. And if you look at the colour before and after, which people will be able to do that, they'll be able to see me as I worked through the particular sequence. They see it transform before their eyes. All those colours look a mess, you know. Well, not a mess, that's the wrong expression. They, they look irregular. They don't seem as though they're going to work at all until we put the shaper on. Fantastic. And then you get what I can only describe as an incredible effect. So all of this, uh, this is, so coming back to what we were talking about. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited at the moment. The if that's coming. not the longest advert for a colour shaper, I don't know what is. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't do without them now. The colour no. shapers have changed the way we think. And it made that possible because I couldn't have done that before, could I? I could, the way I used to do it, if I put one pencil on and then another pencil on and then another pencil on, each pencil worked into the other, which mm. it still does to a certain extent. Mm. But the colour shaper changes the way you think. Yeah. That's it, yeah? There's a good slogan there. The colour shaper changes the way you think about pastel <laughs> pencils. Yeah. Brilliant. Your, your new ad. Excellent. Um Let's get on to some questions, shall we? Oh, we got questions this we week. We got some well. questions this oh, week, yeah. We're because it can't, al- can't always be about you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one comes from Craftsy. Uh, what kind of pencil are you using to produce such a thick layer of white for the sky? I'm using pit pencils, and it doesn't lay down that thick. Mm. We've, we've had this uh, question before, and I understand people's... Um, concern about this generally speaking they're using the same white i'm using now sometimes they may not necessarily be using the same paper i know i had a question recently uh saying that they were using the the on gray paper but it didn't react the same way it did when i was using it yeah but it could well be that they were using a different on gray paper not the fabriano not our not that's right not ours Mm. Uh, because there are several different makes of um, engre, and some of the engre has got a, a much a stronger tooth in it as well. Um, because that's another thing. Because engre is not all the same. So, coming back to the white, when you watch me on television or on the screen, the white is always a bit brighter than it is actually in real life. That, that can't help that the television does that. So it does tend to. Um, make it look a little bit more um, strong, a stronger application yeah. than perhaps it was. Um, but I can't really answer the question, to be, and, and I didn't. I, I explained, as I explained to you now, um, the, how it, it's possibly a bit deceptive. But, you know, you, if you do, generally speaking, if I'm doing a, a sky, for instance, then you would use 
a, a white pencil, quite strong, because generally speaking, if you're using white on a on a sky, you're tending to you use too many other colours on top of them. Uh, the blues, maybe, if you're going to put blue into it. So you can afford to be quite bold and quite um, strong, strong with, your with the pressure. Yeah. Mm. So you you get a, a better colour going on, and then I do it twice usually. Yeah, you, do you blend you blend it and then put it in again, though, don't you? So That's you, right. You use yes, your finger to push, press it in, mm. and then mm. and then do it again. Yeah. Yes, so that's the way to do it. And um, I think it, it's a question, again, this is the sort of thing you can practice on a spare paper. You can you know, give it a go. The, the colour of the paper, though, as well? Colour of the paper, if you, if you, well, if you use... It's not showing up bright. Uh, if you use a, a darker colour than we use, then unfortunately the pastel pencil will never cover the paper completely. You always get a, a shadow I call it. It's like a, an influence of colour underneath. Mm. Uh, so that can make a difference. Yes, certainly. Um, if you and you can't use too light a paper because the white doesn't really show up anyway. Well, everything appears that. too bright as well. The contrast of the picture, the whole picture, the landscape will look too bright, won't it? That's right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's not mellow enough, is it? Mm. It's like putting your contrast of your television right up. Yeah. You know, brightness right up, and it you've got a glare on it. Uh, so you're quite right, Steve. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So this is the answer. Um, the, the twofold, really. One, that the television does tend to, to uh, enhance the white uh, more than... Uh, I, it, generally speaking, it's when I first start off that uh, if I've just got white on the paper because the, 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 the camera picks that up as quite bright, and then gradually, as you merge more colours into it, it tones down. You'll find the white actually doesn't look quite so bright in the end. Mm. Uh, you don't want it to look. No, of course not. No, no, no. I think the 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 colour the colours we use the same colour paper really is the, the perfect colour because it's it's not too light and neither is it too dark. So it gives a nice uh, a nice even. Uh, tone across the mm. picture mm. and uh, so skies come up very well but if you don't use enough white then obviously you're not going to cover the sand up mm. the sandpaper up and that's it really important to do that mm. i hope that helps yeah i think oh, i hope so i hope so um the next one comes from eileen uh, hi steve can you do colin's watercolor lessons using watercolor pencils mm. Mm. That's a good. That's a good question. That, and the answer to that is probably you could, but it wouldn't look quite as good as the watercolor does. The reason being that with watercolor pencils you have to apply them on the paper. You have to apply the pencil on the paper, then use a a, a wash, mm. a plain water wash. So you can't really govern the amount of um, pencil you're putting on. And it doesn't like it if you keep putting it over and over again. You know, put one layer and then put another one and put another one. It doesn't work very well that way. Uh, so you wouldn't get the same effect as I would by using it with uh, just watercolour. Uh, that's why I, I don't really like the watercolour pencils. I've seen lots and lots of examples of work done in them. And whilst they're good, they never, ever quite hit the mark 
as far as from watercolors point of view mm. doesn't doesn't quite i can only i can only tell you what i've seen and they tend to be a little bit hard harsh rather than subtle because you don't have that control over the intensity it's, necessarily it's not as yes not as much as you would with a brush that's right mm. yeah well you, you can judge how just how much um color you're putting on uh with a, a paintbrush whereas if you're drawing it on with your pencil which is basically what you're doing to start with then washing it you've really got no control and in fact the, the right way of doing it is is to put lots and lots of color on not just one you put a whole bunch of colors on mm. uh, if you were doing a, a landscape for instance a tree and and so on and then you you wet it in fact uh, there's a chap called john hughes who was a very good artist um, many many years ago i'm talking about 30 odd years ago that uh, he was he uh, was advertising and also demonstrating watercolor pencils and what he used to do he used to do them all dry okay the whole picture he'd use dry and then he would spray it really yep oh, wow. he'd spray it and and all the, and of course what would happen then it would all merge together oh. and it looked it looked okay Again, I don't think it looks as good as if he'd done a proper watercolour painting. But he'd get away with it. But can you imagine an amateur artist doing that? Risk, a bit risky. God, ta <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I didn't really have ever told you that um, I, I was in an exhibition with John Hughes at one time. And somebody came, it was a, he was demonstrating at some, some other stand. And someone came up to me, and uh, there was a couple of old old ladies came up to me and said, um, "Can you tell me where John Hughes is? Where, where, where's what stand is he on?" And I said, "Do you know? I'm not sure." I said, "But I, I do know he's here because I was speaking to him earlier." Oh well, I, I've I've got a bone to pick with him. They said um, he he suggested we do all on his um, in his book because he wrote a book. In his book, he tells us to draw the picture. And then spray it. And when I did it, everything ran into each other and it was a mess. Oh, no. So I'm going to have a word with him about that. Oh, good old John. It's too, you can see the, the problem that uh, it has. I mean, when you know what you're doing, as John did, then yeah. it's fine. But when you advocate that to, um, you know, um, Mrs. Amateur Artist and said, go and have a go at that, you can imagine the mess. It is it is difficult when you're. I imagine if you're a teacher to try and uh, translate uh, the techniques you're doing for everyone mm. to try and understand. Well, he 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 didn't do it for very long, um, as it happened. I, I never. He moved away down to the um, uh, south coast of England somewhere. Mm. I don't know where, but he moved away. I I didn't see him after that. But I know he gave up artwork and did something else. Oh. So obviously there was enough people with the problems. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, uh, thanks for the question. I hope that's helped. Um, give it a go if you want with the watercolour pencils. Um, and if you do, let us know how it went. Oh, yeah, please do. But I, it doesn't, as I say, I don't think you'll be as satisfied with them as you would be if you were using watercolour. Hmm. 
Okay, the last one was an email from Jill, and uh, I wanted to include it because it was quite interesting. Um, she says, I finished one of my pet portraits, and I put it aside waiting to be framed. The next day, I noticed a little round mark on the background, the size of a pea, which looked like a grease mark. That will teach me not to eat near my paintings. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to start it again from scratch, but I scratched some pastel shavings over the patched patch patted it in and left it overnight the next day it was reduced where it had soaked up the pastel i had i added some more and gradually it started to go it did leave a slightly gray mark so i added shavings in a mid-gray color and blended through the whole background and now it's not visible at all (laughs) i was so happy i managed to save the painting and that was another lesson learned not to eat near my work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i wanted to include uh, that, that, that that's, that that's brilliant that i've never ever had that problem it's strange you think i would do have done by now wouldn't you but i've never had a, a grease problem no um, i've had plenty of spittle problems yeah people have seen that on, on a little little spittle appears when i i blow and <laughs> <laughs> plop in the middle oh, no. uh, that's, that, that's easy to get rid of folks if ever that happens to you I've told you anywhere in, on, on the videos how to get rid of it you just get some tissue uh, and just dab it on there and get as much as you can off, the t- off it from the tissue and it'll dry Yeah, and it, it'll, it'll be absolutely perfect unless of course you're eating a chip sandwich <laughs> the spit, spittle will be greasy and then you'll have a real problem you'll have to do what Jill did I'd never heard of that though and uh, so well done Jill for that if that that, that works um, brilliant if somebody said to me I've got grease on my picture what do I do about it I'll have to refer her to, to that uh, so the podcast the yeah. Jill's podcast yeah because I don't really know what the answer is I know that um it's a bit of a it would it could be a problem some people have um grease on their fingers and hands mm. uh, i do know that is that can be a problem mm. um the oil from your hand can create problems but hasn't happened for me mm. fortunately but the only other way i can think that if, if it did happen it's a bit drastic and use the other end of the double-ended eraser and that will just take some of the uh, surface off. But, of course, grease soaks in. So it, 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 it may not just be on the surface. It might have gone into the paper, which case you have got a bit of a problem there. There you go. Uh, the last one I want to leave everyone with before we sign off uh, came from YouTube uh, from Leah. Uh, she says this was on your sunset, how to draw a sunset video, which is now on Facebook, by the way. Just a little plug okay. there. Um, she says... You could do meditation videos. I watched it late at night. Your voice was so calming and rhythmic that about halfway through, I fell asleep and dribbled on my laptop keyboard. <laughs> I woke up and started again from the beginning. <laughs> oh, oh, it really made me chuckle. Nice one, Leah. We like that. Yeah. Well, I've... I've um, <clears throat> I don't know what to say about that, really. I, I, I can't do much about that. Do you think it is? Yeah. I send people to sleep. Coming, coming soon, colinbradleymeditation.com. We're going to do this up a new site for meditations. Well, it's strange, isn't it, Steve, that um, I've, I've spoke about this before, that when I'm actually doing my picture, very often I do pause for slight 
slightly longer than you think. And the reason I think that is, is I'm in a slightly meditative state when I'm drawing. <laughs> I, I think this is what happens. You, you kind of work on another in another area, another vibration, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And sometimes that I can hear myself when I hear it back. It's not while I'm doing it, but um, sometimes when I hear it back, because I watch everything back to make sure I, I haven't missed any pencils out, I told you that a few times, and I, I, I must tell people this. It's quite funny, really. I watch the, the, all the videos back, and suddenly, a, and I'll say, I'll say on screen, now I'm going to use the one six nine. Oh, bugger! I say I didn't include that, so I have to stop it, run in, and add it to my list without <laughs> a pencil list. And I've done that quite often recently, where I've forgotten what pencils I've used yeah. or there's a pencil that I didn't think I had used, but I did use and I didn't know until I watched it back on the video. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, coming back to what I was saying, when I listen to it back, sometimes I, I wait for me to say something. Now here we're going to <laughs> come on, come on, Colin. <laughs> Use a one six nine, and uh, so at that point in time, it's I. I don't think it's detrimental. I think if people following me, they're in that state too. <laughs> hopefully, or they've gone to sleep. Before I yeah, they've <laughs> gone to sleep in the time that it's taking you for say to say the next line. <laughs> but it is quite funny. I, I must win, but I'm not aware of that when I'm doing it. Right. It's funny. Uh, because it's, it, uh, in fact, my recent one, which I've just finished, I had a point there where I was t talking and then I became aware that I wasn't talking and, and I'd left it in mid-sentence. <laughs> and I said, oh, sorry, folks, I, I, I meant to say so-and-so and so-and-so, -and -so, but uh, I was concentrating. <laughs> you fell asleep yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you made, you, made yourself all asleep. <laughs> that hasn't yet happened. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly here. <laughs> if it ever does, leave it on. Yeah, just a, a, I get a, a, a memory card and it's got 20 hours of footage on. And I go, what happened, Dad? Oh, I fell asleep twice. <laughs> you have to warn people. Now, during this next set, it can go on the screen. During this next section, Colin... Falls to sleep. Falls asleep. I'll play some light music over the snoring. Until he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, good. Uh, well, Excellent. Well, thank you for that, that YouTube. Um, Leah? It's Leah, is it? Yeah. It was yeah. Leah. Yeah. Thank you for that. That was funny anyway. Uh, it wasn't funny. I'm sure your laptop didn't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it wasn't your picture. That That's could true. have been even... That could have been dodgy. How do you get, yeah, how do you get dribble marks out of my picture, Colin? Because I fell asleep while you were doing yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, good. Oh, it's fun, though. It's fun, though. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. That's uh, that's it for, for this week. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Another podcast. Um, keep your emails coming in. And uh, we'll be back with a feedback show next week. So lots of submissions already. Keep them coming in. Um, we'll talk about more of your artwork and as always you can get everything that we have on offer all our videos and um and podcasts previous podcasts at colinbradleyart.com thanks dad for that 
That's all right. And I'm thanks. Just, just going to sleep now, Steve. Yeah. All right. Well, before you go to sleep, let's sign off. All right. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk. Oh, <laughs>